Usually at this time, I offer a homily, a, a message to you. One of the limitations of offering a message like that to you is that it is one-way communication. <laughs> I speak and you listen. So it's like it's a monologue, it's not a dialogue. So I wanted to try a little bit, something a little bit different, and that is to have a conversation. Last year, George shared with me that this parable, this story, has always irked him a little bit. I wanted to invite George, could you share with everyone just exactly how you feel about this parable? Well, the thing that troubled me the most about it was, you know, uh, the son, the son wanted his inheritance. He couldn't wait for his father to die, you know, so he wanted his money now, and his father gave it to him, you know, and he gave this, the other share to the other brother, and so he takes off, and he goes, and he's wasteful, and spends it all, and next thing you know, he's herding pigs, which is the lowest of the low, and uh, he doesn't even have food to eat. The pigs eat better than he does. So he's like, well, you know, I'm going to make, I'm going to go see my father and tell him, hey, I'll be a servant, you know, because your servants eat better than I do. And so, but when his father sees him, he welcomes him on in, but he doesn't even go out to the field to tell his son to come. Say, hey, your brother's here. Come have something to eat. No, he's out there working in the fields and they're celebrating. But to the father's credit, you know, he did tell the older son, you know, hey, you've been with me. You know, and, I, and everything I have is yours, so it sounds like he's going to give everything to him for being loyal and all. Yeah, but whose share is this party coming from? It's, it's coming from the older brother's share, right? Because right. he's already given half of, the, half of his earnings to, or half of his livelihood, the inheritance to the younger son who blew it. And now he shows up on the doorstep and he's treated like the favored son. Whereas the older son has been working all these years loyalty and devotion and a sense of duty and Absolutely. hard work all of these are virtues that the older son has been expressing for years and it seems like in this story they are being devalued but i don't think that they really are for instance a couple weeks ago we heard the parable of the talents now if that parable doesn't teach us about duty i don't know where else we can find it when i read this story I see, I relate to the older brother. I am the older brother. I don't know how many of you relate to the older brother. If you're sitting here on church on a Sunday morning, chances are you relate to the older brother. The prodigals are still like sleeping off the partying that they were doing last night. They're not at church. All of us probably relate to the older brother. I do. Right? That's how the story is designed. But it's designed to challenge us and it's designed to teach us something. And I want to ask you, George, like, what do you think God is trying to teach us in this story? I think he's trying to teach us that, um, yeah, you can stray, and you can go off, and, and you can be wasteful, and you can sin, but you can always come back to the Father, and he will be glad to, have, to welcome you back into his arms. That's a, beautiful, that's a beautiful statement, and so true. Thank you. See, I don't need to preach. <laughs> should invite George more often. And you know what? I'd like to invite you to have this kind of a homiletical conversation because I think it's a little bit more interesting. And you know what? The scripture is for all of us. It's for us to engage in. I'll just share personally for me, one of the takeaways I have from this parable sometimes is I wonder, because the older brother complained, he said, 
I've been working for you all these years, so faithfully, and you never gave me, forget the fatted calf, you didn't even give me a little goat that I could go have a little panigiri with my friends, I could have a party with my friends. I wonder sometimes, did the older brother ever ask? Did he ever ask his father for that bit of money to go have a party? That's where the story strikes me, because I'm the older brother that would have never asked but would have expected it. So it's amazing how these stories can, can hit us all in different ways. I do have a, um, a practical challenge for all of you, and that is, again, to really engage in all the opportunities that we offer to learn about the faith and to read the scriptures so that you can engage with the text and have the kind of living connection with it that George had with this parable, where you feel a response to it. That's the place where God wants to meet you, in that response that you have to his word. That's how you know that he's speaking to you and that you're listening to him and it's alive. This is not just a, a dead text that uh, is supposed to sit on our shelves. So I invite you to do that. And as we continue with our worship, I hope that what George said will really stick with you that in this parable one of the many things that God is telling us is that no matter how much you've blown it no matter how much you've gone off the rails you can always turn back to God you can always turn back to the father and he will greet you with joy and he will celebrate and so we're saying not that loyalty and devotion and hard work and a sense of duty we're not saying that those things are bad we're saying they're not as important as repentance. They're not as important as turning back. They're not as important as the humility that enables us to get up and get out of where we were and come to God.